I think 8-0 is the record for the longest undefeated streak, which was held by Nick at the moment. And if we get, if you get to 8-0 and on the verge of 9-0, or you get to 9-0, we might pull you back in if you're up for it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, no, if, not, if, get, if it gets to that point, what I want to do is I want to do a video diary of the week before to see how the pressure <laughs> is getting to. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Tight Ends, a NFL fantasy football podcast based out of the UK. Uh, I'm your host Fitz, I'm joined today by Flem. How you doing Flem? I'm good mate, how are you? Yeah, good man, good man. You'll notice folks that this is a slightly different episode than we had in our pilot. Uh, this is uh, first of a series of short bonus episodes where we'll be introducing the GMs from our fantasy league, the Anglo-Scott fantasy league. Uh, we'll be referencing them throughout the uh, podcast and the episodes we'll be doing up and coming. So uh, before it'd be worthwhile, you just sort of got a feel for the kind of characters we've got in our league, especially when we'll be kind of digging them out and slating them. So, um, Flem, who have we got first this week? First up, we have Paul, Paul Radden, who is the GM of the Essex Musketeers. Had a great chat with him. It was his first year in the league last year. Already become a really important member of the league. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a really good laugh, really good guy. Had a terrible season last year. Finished bottom of the pile. But, you know, decided to, to join us for another year. So we'll have a great chat with him. Before we jump into that chat with Paul, thanks so much for everyone who's kind of uh, listened to the podcast so far and has downloaded it. We're, we're really pleased, actually, with, with the feedback, aren't we, James? Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I mean, surprised, actually. Um, yeah, didn't realise anyone would actually listen to us waffling on. So uh, it's We had good. four listeners from Belgium. Yeah. It's lovely to have you with us. Well, it's not hello. It's uh, To some Belgium uh, folks, it's bonjour, isn't it? So. Uh... Wow. You're so cosmopolitan, it hurts. I don't do Flemish, so, you know. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> if you've not uh, got in touch with our social yet, please do so. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we are on Instagram, all at Tight Ends Pod. You can get in touch with us. Uh, we've got an email address now, which is tightendspod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Obviously, you can get this podcast on Acast, you can get it on Apple, you can get it on Spotify. If you are liking what you're hearing, we'd love if you could give us a five star review, if you could uh, give us some comments. If there's anything that you want us to include, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. But Without further ado, let's get into our first chat with Paul Radden of the Essex Musketeers. I did play uh, American football this morning, but apart from that, a bit sore, but all good. Oh, you did what? You did what? Oh, hello. Got to delve yeah. into this. Come on. <laughs> well, I put, it was a, uh, a fun day for my son's team, the Essex Sabres, and um, it was a parents against the kids' youth team. Uh, I don't play regularly, and I'm not kidding. Some of the mums were playing far better than me. Far better than me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, there's all kinds of questions. A, what position did you play? B, did you beat the kids? <laughs> On offense, I was receiver, the slowest receiver of all time. 
On defence, I was sort of just marking. We always have to mark our own kids, but my son Josh is like the fastest kid on the team. So I was just cramping. And in fairness, there was this one mum. It was like tag. Um, you know, you have to rip the Velcro strips off. Uh, it yeah, wasn't yeah. all tackling. It was yeah. tag. And this one mum made the most epic of tackles. I mean, it was like Super Bowl commitment. She was full stretch, ready to hit the turf. Yeah, it was a it was a game saver. It, oh, it kept amazing. us in it for a little bit longer. <laughs> so was she was she like the Aaron Donald of your team, you know, next thing the helmet's off and she's battering the shit out of a child. <laughs> more or less, more or less. She was MVP for the game, hundred percent. Who who would be your kind of NFL player that you would most akin yourself to? Who was you know, who would you kind of mould yourself on? I mean, I'd like to say like Calvin Johnson, like Megatron. Oh, hello. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's wow. just like dreaming. <laughs> okay. Dreaming. Megatron. Okay. Well, do you know what? I mean, out, out of all that, Paul, I mean, you're the first person who's actually, you know, admitted to playing any form of American football. You know, I've never been on a field in my life. You don't want that. So, I mean, that that in itself is commitment to the cause, which no one wow. else has quite managed yet. Wow. Well, thank, but I don't know if I'll be going back. <laughs> it might, that was my debut and my retirement. So how old's your son? Uh, he's 15. All oh, right, okay. I mean, that's all right then. I mean, I was getting really worried. You're going to see he was seven and he was running so easily. No. Rings range here, but <laughs> yeah, that's teenagers that's, fair enough. Yeah, don't mind that. All right. Well, look, Paul, we're going to like get a bit of a quick fire, quite Q and A going. We've got about eight questions, so just like shoot from the hip, and uh, and then we'll have a bit of a chat after that. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep, ready. Okay. And your quick fire starts now. What is your full name? Uh, just Paul Radden. That's nice. What do you do in real life, Paul? Uh, I'm a window cleaner, self-employed. Excellent. And where are you from? Uh, Essex. And what's your team name in the league that we play in? Uh, the Essex Musketeers. <laughs> Whoa, we will get onto that, don't worry. Uh, describe, <laughs> describe your ASFL form in one word. Atrocious. <laughs> nice. Who's your NFL team you support? Uh, the Detroit Lions. And the favourite player you've ever drafted to your own team? It's a tough one. Uh, I think the GOAT, Tom Brady. Okay. And then our last one is if there's one team in our ASFL league, in the Anglo-Scott Fantasy Football League, that you absolutely must beat next season and you do not want to lose to in any game, which team is that? 100% the Alligators. 100%. I mean, I don't think think we've had anyone say it with such determination (laughs) yet. We got to dig into that. Come on, what's what's the where's the where's the genesis of that kind of rivalry? I mean, fascinating because you've been in the league one year, right? So in one year, you've got a locked-on rival. Where's that come from? Have you even met Broadwood? Uh, not face to face, no. Okay. So <laughs> give us give us the genesis. I think obviously the WhatsApp group, our WhatsApp group about the league's very fiery at times and and interesting at times uh, sometimes about NFL sometimes about other things but a couple of times he's given me a few digs and you know I mean everybody has in fairness some of them well deserved uh, but I don't know I think every every team needs a rival and I've just chosen that he's mine whether I'm it's vice versa I have no idea but I'm making a beeline for the alligators well, that's probably, you'll find out when these come out, but that is, I mean, that is exactly the kind of stuff that we love. You know, it's a case of no real reason for it. He's just a dick. Never met the guy, <laughs> but he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can we jump back to one of the quick fire questions? Your team name. Last year, your rookie year, you've joined the league. 
you and I, we should say for the pod, you and I are kind of borderline like stepbrothers, right? Yeah. You joined and you didn't really kind of done, you've never done fantasy before. You chose a team name, but then pretty much the league gave you a different league name last year. What was that? Yeah, so obviously officially I'm the Essex Musketeers, but I'm fondly known in the WhatsApp group uh, as the Essex Musketeers. <laughs> Naturally. Why is, why is that? Well, I think because of the limp season that I had, uh, my season, yeah, really wasn't good. I was losing game after game after game. And the more games I lost, it was just, I suppose, mouse is a little bit of a small creature. And yeah, I just turned into the Mouseketeers. And what is so annoying is sometimes I even refer to myself as the Mouseketeers. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody ever calls me the Musketeers. Oh, we're ridiculously, ridiculously proud of that. So, I mean, let, let's let's go back to last year because, like, it wasn't, as I say, it was your rookie season. It wasn't ideal. You finished with a 2-12 a and 12 record, I think it was. Yeah, yeah right. wasn't it? So, bottom of the league by, you know, a not insubstantial amount. Can you remember who your two wins were against, Stephen? Uh, one was Nick of the Sharks mm-hmm. and one was uh, yourself, you and I was just thinking there. I, I bet it was me. And yeah, yeah, it was. It was. So what, what do you put that down to? Just sort of not knowing what we were doing, just beginners, bad luck. Or do you entirely blame the players and, and not you at all? Um, a bit of everything. Uh, yeah. I think I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I did do research before I did mock drafts stuff like that but and I think on paper looking at the the players that I had in my team their stats from the previous year it sh- yeah. I should have done better I, I mean I drafted like Herbert and Stafford which were two decent QBs my first round pick was Kamara I think yeah. he massively missed Drew Brees obviously so he didn't have a a great season there was a guy like, I don't know if you remember, Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In yeah. the previous season, he had a thousand yard season. In his first game, he fumbled the ball and that was it. He was done. They, they basically dropped him for the, yeah, for the yeah. season. So uh, I had some wild and wacky things happen mid season, like Calvin Ridley retired five minutes before a game. <laughs> and then Antonio Brown retired in the middle of a in game. In the middle of a so game. Brilliant. I, Great luck. It was a strange season. You mentioned Kamara. You didn't have Kamara at the end. No. Yeah, I, I think decided it's worth... to fire sell my, my whole team once I realised it just wasn't going to happen. I know some of the members of the WhatsApp group were a bit like, oh my God, what is this guy? This rookie's turned up and I've sort of thrown a big spanner in the works because all of a sudden all my players become available. So yeah, I managed to to get rid of Kamara for an extra first round pick this year, which I hope to use very wisely. Now, I'm going to say this to you now. I think that was the most genius thing that anyone's ever done <laughs> in this league by an absolute barrel load, because you, you saw the season that it's just not going to happen. And I think, you know, it was after the point where you realised, look, I'm not getting into the playoffs here. So you've literally gone, fuck it. And just went, right, everyone's for sale, whatever the cost. So you got rid of Kamara to... Barry at the, yeah, uh, at, yes, the yeah. at, at the Grizzlies and obviously you, you ended up finishing eighth so you've already got the first pick and now you've also got another first round pick what position number six or something is that uh he's number one and number five he's got number one and number pick. five the first pick is his and then the fifth overall pick out of eight is Barry's that he's uh, taken in trade I mean you've got to 
enjoying that at this point. Yeah, uh, it's nice now, but obviously I'm putting myself up for massive ridicule if it all goes wrong. Uh, I've already had like a few comments in the WhatsApp group of like, don't feel the pressure. You know, you've got to win it. Unbeaten season, people are saying, (laughs) James there. But I've also got an extra third round pick as well, because I did quite a few deals with uh, some different guys. Can I just say, whilst your trade for Kamara for a first rounder, and I think you gave up a fourth rounder, right, in exchange. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's a, that's a great deal. And I think Flem's right. It's a, It was a genius move to start on that fire sale. I will just say your approach to the fire sale was first person to make an offer, you kind of accepted it. And it kind of led to quite a lot of uh, animosity on the WhatsApp group. Hold on, what? There's a fire sale. Hold on, what? You're getting what for who? And it caused a lot of kind of scrambling around trying to kind of take advantage of your very generous early offers and nature, I think it's fair to say. What was your take on it all? Oh, you, you call it generous. I call it desperate, Fitz. I think that's probably a good word, actually. What's your take <laughs> on it, Paul? Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Again, I learned a lot in that first season of like what players were worth, who was in different positions, obviously, in the league, who was doing well and thought Kamara could obviously boost their team um, yep. to make the playoffs like a strong run. I ended up with a good deal, but yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, the first, I think the first uh, deal I accepted was rejected. Is that right? By the league? Cause, it was vetoed, yeah. Yeah, they all take it extremely seriously. That's when I realised how serious everybody takes it. <laughs> it all seems fun in games for a little bit. And all of a sudden yeah. it's like, what? Somebody's getting this player. This is not happening. <laughs> yeah, I have never known in 10 years of running this league, and, and you obviously turned up last year for your first rookie year, I have never known in 10 years the WhatsApp group to get so heated. In nine years prior, we'd had, I think, about two or three trades in total. Yeah. Last year, I think we had about 12 or 13 in total across the whole league or something like that. And your trades, your fire sale trades, were the ones that were causing people to borderline walk away and throw their toys out of the pram or... This ain't this ain't on, and it was, and and you you're sitting in the centre of this storm, like I have the hurricane, right? With all this whirling around you, you're probably going, well, I just want to get a couple of good picks for next year, right? Exactly, exactly. It was like that. I was surprised that um, I was receiving messages from people, don't do it, don't don't let him have it. I'll give you more. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I muted the group for about four days. I was just like, oh come on. Because I was like, you can do what the hell you like. I thought it was a genius move. And I'm, I'm surprised you weren't waking up to horses' heads in the bed and stuff like that. It was getting, stallion, it was getting, it was getting pretty heads. tense. Stallion heads in the bed. That's how I was feeling. I was a commissioner. I'm like, the league is falling apart. What the hell did I invite my stepbrother in for? Bloody hell. Like... So obviously your, your team last year had a bit of a bust then, to put it mildly, but any players that you had last year, there's obviously no point in you taking a keeper because you've got the first round pick, but is there is there anyone in your team who you might consider, yeah, do you know what, they were decent, um, I'll, I'll go for them again, or have you got in your head who you're thinking about going number one pick without giving anything away? Yeah, I mean, there's some players that I'm that did do well for me, but I'm not going to lie. I, I I managed to build an excellent defense off of waivers because I was losing every week. I was always first choice on waivers. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't like an expert on all the defensive 
uh, like top defensive players. But throughout the season, it was like, oh, this guy's doing really, really well. And I think the, the defence I built was, I was actually becoming more competitive as the weeks were going by. I mean, there were some certain weeks where I would have beat nigh on any other team in the league except the person I was actually playing that week. That happened three or four times. I scored over 200 points one week. Uh, everybody else was around the 120s, but the guy I was playing scored like 220. And it was yeah. like, there goes another win that I almost had. So I think with regards to players, there's there's probably a couple, but but defence is where I've learned most. Um, and if you can have a, d- a good defence, although I don't score as many players, they definitely do pick you up solid points every week. Look, I'm, I'm going to say it now. You've got to be early favourite to win this year. Mm. Possibly. I mean, obviously only time will tell. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> No, Here we go. It's the no. pressure again. You're trying to put the pressure on me. Trying no, to no, put no. the pressure. No, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. You're just sat in an oven, a pressure oven, and the door's shut. You've got two <laughs> first round picks, and you've got two first and fifth. You've mm. got, I think, another three or four extra picks in the first seven rounds. There is nothing but pressure, my friend. Like <laughs> we are all going to be getting into you if you do not win the first five or six games. Like and you're like six and zero, oh, you need to be locking down one of those top two buys by the end of the season. No one has been in such a strong position as in, in the eleven years of this league now. This is our eleventh year. You've got to and 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 it, this, this brings me to a point I want to pick up. Right, you've got the pressure. You've got your rookie season out of the way. The bit that jumped out to me in the last week was the news that came through that yourself and the other fellow rookie, uh, Mr. Steve Bland, who won it last year in his rookie year, which we'll come to when he gets on, you two have set up your own breakaway league. What's that about? (laughs) What? Breakaway league, yeah. Controversial. It's more for kids. Um, I mean, my son son started a fantasy team last year as well. Um, He joined just like the random leagues. He, He wasn't in anybody's league that he knew. He loved it. I must admit, like our NFL Sundays together, like six o'clock, Red Zone comes on. Me and my son, Josh, we sit down, start watching Red Zone. It's so much more stressful because you're involved in every game now. There's always somebody from your team playing. And Josh wanted to join. He wanted to be like in a league with me and Steve of um, the Wolfpack. He's got a daughter who sort of wanted to do the same sort of thing as well. So we've set up a, a, a little league that just basically is me, Steve, uh, my son and his daughter. I'm not going to lie. It will be a little bit of practice. We're actually drafting after we've finished recording um, this. And yeah, maybe it will help me out a little bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You now do realise, now you, that's a full disclosure to us. You now realise that if one of the two kids wins that kind of breakaway mini league of four, <laughs> then either you or Steve give up your place in our league for the winner. Right. You do know that's what's going to happen. It probably would be fair, to be honest. If, I mean, <laughs> with, with all due respect, I mean, last year, my, my son, Josh, he looked at all of our teams. I mean, he he plays Madden. He's obsessed with Madden. He knows all the players, positions. He's really, really good. Yeah. He looked at all the teams before a ball had been kicked in the season. And he said, best team, Wolfpack. Wow. Wolfpack went on to win. Right. So he, know, he knows well, his stuff, so I'm well, not really expecting to win. Well, well. Can I they, they can did, I suggest to the commission then that we don't in any way suggest an expansion because Josh sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And he's good. <laughs> well away, as you say, Flem. Let's keep him well away from the amateur hour that is our league. So yeah, defo. 